0: just go to cars.com. It's magical.
1: Hit it!
2: Welcome to the Long Table. Uh, this is going to be week 16 of the NFL season. I'm your host, Gin and Tonic. This is the Long Table on Dogs by Nature. And with me is my good buddy, Forth. Welcome aboard. Hey, I am. I am doing well. Uh, nice win for the Browns last weekend. Um, and we got the Bengals this week. We are, are welcoming Hugh Jackson back to Cleveland. Uh I think he's going to be met with the chorus of boos. Well-deserved. What are your thoughts? What do you think?
1: Well, its uh, I don't think that I've been this uh, amped up for a game in forever. Uh, First energy is going to be packed to the brim. Uh, The bongos are coming in. Hugh is coming in. Um, You know, we... We probably won't be in in the playoffs uh, the chances are really slim but uh, I would say we, we are still riding high because we haven't been in in, in the position that we are in to, to you know to see competent football in more than ten years so uh i'm just I'm just pumped can't wait
2: yeah can't wait no i I'm in the same boat. It'll be an interesting game. Uh, the last two games, obviously both division games. If we can win one, we'll end up uh, three, two and one in the division for the year. If we can win both, we'll be four one and one, which would be just outrageous. Our only loss would have been to we would have swept two opponents and our only loss would have been to the Steelers along with the tie. So I mean that you know that's
1: and, and and we all know that we should have won both of those games.
2: Well, not the second one, but definitely the first
1: one. Um, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out and say we should have won both of those games and we should have swept those assholes. Uh, right, I mean, but, I mean, but you, you know, you, what, you know, coulda, shoulda, but uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying that uh, the talent that we have displayed at some point since uh, we have lost the uh, ballast, so to speak. Um. It's been outstanding, and and you know, we we have mentioned the draft uh, last week, but um, I, I ever since I've uh, and I haven't been following the draft for as long as I've been following uh, the Browns. Uh, I started following uh, the draft in two thousand twelve when we picked uh, Whedon and um, Richardson, Richardson. Richardson in the yeah. first round so i I can't remember a time when because there wasn't a time when we would just go in and you know just whoever good guy falls to us will suffice, I and mean, you know just happy with whatever we get that's That's the mentality that I have. you know you know how how you would we i mean the browns would pick high, and we would pick whoever. And then I I would always watch as, as you know, you would go down uh, the picks. And, you know, every year, I mean, in the first two, three rounds, uh, even those teams that are good and pick high, you know, very good players would fall to them. And I would always feel like it's unfair, even though, I mean, I mean it's fair, but it, it would feel unfair that, you know, these good teams just got better. And that's kind of the feeling that I have. Uh, I know it's very far, like four months from now, but um, uh, anyway, that's that's the way that I feel. And it's all thanks to uh, the kitchen and the baker.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, you know, I I can't. I can't disagree with anything you said. I, this, I I would say this is the first year that I put almost zero into the draft by now. Like, I mean, I've, I've watched a lot of, I've actually watched quite a bit of college football. So I know a lot of the guys I've had, I've had my eye on a few guys, I guess a little bit, you know, there's a, uh, obviously positionally I've, you know, I focused a little bit more on a couple of positions as opposed to overall best players. So that's something I'll probably change up at some point, but um, I'm with you. I don't, I, 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 you know, I feel like there's a ton of talent on this team. Uh, there's a lot to be positive for. And I, I've been focusing on the Browns. I know I talked about it a little last week. And um, at some point, I, I'm sure I will dive headfirst into the draft, but I'm just not there yet. And uh, that is, that's really a good feeling. It's, I mean, week 16, we're, all right, We're not technically eliminated from the playoffs. We just need some crazy scenario to play out. But for the most part, we're eliminated for the playoffs. And and that's okay because, you know, there's a good chance that this team is going to win seven games, you know, maybe eight games. And if we finish the season eight, seven, and one, I mean, after the start Uh, that we had.
1: What was your prediction uh, prior to the season?
2: I thought maybe we'd win five games. I thought Uh, five games.
1: I thought that the best scenario was six wins.
2: Yeah. I thought five or six was, you know, five was probably realistic. I mean, listen, a five win increase in the NFL isn't easy to do. Even if you, you come from zero, um, it just, it isn't easy to do unless you're making drastic changes at very, a few positions. You know, you need to, you need to add a a dynamic playmaker to a team that has already got a, a a good running game and a good offensive line. If you add an elite receiver or an elite tight end, um, a guy like that can make enough mismatches where other things happen. You obviously adding an elite quarterback will do that. Um, Adding an elite pass rusher or a lockdown corner will do that. I mean, it seems like we've done multiple things this year. We, we added the uh, elite quarterback or the, the potentially elite quarterback, a guy who's playing at an elite level already as a rookie, you know, we added um, an excellent running back. Um, We've seen improvement on the defensive line. We we've added a dynamic corner and and an, and a guy who, for some reason I don't know how, didn't make all pro uh, didn't make the uh, didn't make the Pro Bowl in Demaryius Randall. I, I mean, there's a, there's a guy that should. If you watch three Browns games all season, you're like, how does this guy not make the Pro Bowl? You know, it's got a. I mean, the only benefit is that maybe it costs a little less to extend him. I mean, but there's no reason for him not to be a pro bowl or, or a high alternate. Um, he's, he was phenomenal safety this year for us. So um, we added a lot of positional players that that made this team make that jump. You know, to go from zero to seven is amazing. To go from zero to eight, possibly eight would be even crazier, especially if, you know, eight, eight was four, one, and one in the division. I mean, I would, you know, I mean – And not to even look back to week one, to week two, to week, uh, I guess, four. You know, to games that should have been won. Obviously, the Oakland game, the first Pittsburgh game, the New Orleans game. I mean, those are, are, I mean, not just winnable games. Those are games that we should have won. We should have beat New Orleans. We should have beat Pittsburgh week one. We absolutely should have beat the Raiders in week uh, five, I guess, or four, whatever that was. But, I mean, those are, you know, those are. This Tampa. team could have won. Yeah, this this team could have won ten games. Um, and because I mean,
1: it's, it's it's ridiculous. And you know, you know, you know what's you know what's even more ridiculous. Uh, what this season made me realize is how difficult it is to go winless. I mean, look at we we have some truly awful teams this year, and one that stands out is uh, the Cardinals. And uh, they have what? What like three wins?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you specific. You,
1: yeah, you you could you could put a box full of cockroaches on the sideline with a headset, and they could have coached this team better than Hugh did.
2: That's a that's a Hungarian thing. A box of cockroaches. I, I, no, I just
1: I, I I just came up with it. I okay. Know, that's some. Sometimes I just uh, you know. It's, it's, it's like, I don't know, it's like doing, doing the jazz improv thing, except with, uh, hyperbole.
2: Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, you know,
1: sometimes, I mean, you could have just given the players, I mean, we, we already had like, uh, two, uh, quarterbacks, like, you know, quarterback on the defense quarterback on the offense in a way, uh, with Schobert, And, you know, they just let them call their own shit. I bet we would have won more games uh, than with you. It's it's weird because we, I mean, the core of the team for the most part is still 2016's team. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know know that a lot of key pace, key key pieces, I won't say a lot, free safety, we have a a, a better corner one, we have a better uh, quarterback, uh, and a better running back, but, um, you know, I mean, that's,
2: I won't not go. A, 2016. Not... The 2017 team wasn't that much different, but the 2016 team was drastically different.
1: Oh, sorry, it's 2018, man. Yeah. I just yeah. I, I meant okay. I meant 17. Last, year's
2: team, last, last year's team. Look, we 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 improved at corner. We improved at safety. We improved at wide receiver. We improved. I would say drastically at quarterback and at running back. We got Miles healthy for the full year. Sure. I think we got good play out of Jamie Collins this year where we got nothing out of him last year
1: well he he got injured right during the game where he played the best against the uh uh lions Yeah, if you but, that.
2: Overall, but overall, he was disappointing when he was on the field last year, and he had his moments this year where he was disappointing, but there's also been times where he's just been he's been the best player on the field for us at times, so I mean I you know. I think overall we've seen better play from guys. And sure, coaching, I think, plays a lot into that. But I also think that this is a better team, number one. And it's a team that's playing harder now than it than it played at any point over the last two years.
1: By the way, speaking of coaches, uh, Bob Wiley uh, broke his ankle. Yeah. And I just can't even imagine how.
2: I mean, I, I don't... That- I, can't, dude, imagine that, does, that, he, I can't, can't imagine he does I can't imagine he does anything that would put him in a high yes, risk where he that's, would break.
1: That's the thing. That's the thing. I mean, I love the guy to death. I just can't imagine how that
2: happened. Maybe he's taking like ballroom dancing. Or or you know, I, who knows? You know, I mean, I mean he, I, he certainly certainly that is a reason if Bob is gonna break his ankle, he probably should have stretched before he, he did whatever he was
1: doing. <laughs> Dude, um, I, I, I just worry about his health in general. You know, I don't have anything against fat people, but, um, you know, that's he, he's on the level where it's, it's and he's borderline older. unhealthy. I mean, it's I wouldn't say it's borderline.
2: <laughs> it is unhealthy. Yeah. But so, uh, let's, 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 it's... Let's, let's, uh, let's 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 say I mean, a couple good words for Bob.
1: You Uh right. oh, OK.
2: <laughs> Let's say a couple of good words for Bob. Let's hope he gets well soon. Um
1: oh, and, oh I I misheard. I thought I thought we should say a couple of words about the sponsors or whatever. Oh no,
2: <laughs> no, no. Do we have
1: okay. sponsors? We probably have, right? I mean this I is know, the flagship.
2: This is the podcast. flagship show. You would think you would think we would have some sponsors. Um unless they want to be on some of those other shows. I mean I not that I would I listen.
1: don't even know their names. That's I mean why 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 do we even associate with them? that's a
2: good question it's, it is a good I mean I guess we, we,
1: we are clearly better right
2: we offer we, pretty good insight I would say I would say the best yeah, insight
1: yeah the, no, uh, it, the, we the are almost jokes. never yeah. <laughs> we, we don't really multiple, joke that much
2: we don't we should joke more multiple languages yeah. <laughs> sure. You know, so we I think we have we we offer quite a bit. But uh, yeah, I guess maybe we'll we'll take a step back and uh, we'll let those sponsors get in and get their words and and uh, we'll catch you on the other side. This is the long table with G and T and Fourth. It's beginning
0: to look a lot like
2: Christmas. Soon the bells will start and the thing that will make them ring is the carol that you sing right within your
0: from an umpire's room in a major league baseball park check it out and if you like it tell a friend i'm spencer hall don't do anything smart
2: so welcome back segment two of long table gin and tonic and fourth and uh i guess i don't know where we left off but let's uh
1: he wanted the, to give give a few words of uh, uh, good wishes to uh, or well wishes to Bob Wiley.
2: Oh, that's right, Bob Wiley. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, I, I hope he does. You know, I mean, the offensive line has been playing much better as of late. I think that's more along the lines of the OC than it is the offensive uh, the offensive line coach. But hey, Bob, get well soon, man. Yeah, hang so, in there. Yeah, dude, stay off that ankle. Do some stretches. Just relax, and uh, and uh, you know, whatever. The other thing I would suggest. The other thing I would suggest to him is that Maserati. He might want to think about getting something a little bit higher off the ground. You know, I mean, it's got to be tough getting in and out of a Maserati at his size with a broken ankle. You would think that that would uh, that's a problem.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but then again, you know, we we just mentioned that uh, he should get a bit leaner. Yeah. You don't really have to be that lean. If you have a Maserati, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm
2: saying. That's a chick magnet, that thing. Let me tell you. So, uh, so I know we, you know, we could do the draft talk. You want to talk about the draft? Do you want to talk about uh, the next two weeks? I don't. What do you, what do you want to talk about, man? Uh,
1: I guess I want to talk about how it would be awesome to do um, things that we haven't done ever or in a long time, and uh, Baker has been I mean by the way his his middle name is Reagan Baker Regan Mayfield Did you know that
2: I did now I do I did not
1: Is isn't that awesome
2: I mean Baker, I, yeah. Reagan
1: Mayfield I mean if you're a conservative I guess that's uh, to to me that's just fun that 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 name is just fun Baker Reagan Mayfield I guess I look at it in English from a different perspective but um one of the things that we have never done is we have never swept both uh, the Ravens and the Bengals in the same season. And we can do that.
2: Which would be swept. pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, that would be awesome. And uh, the uh, Ravens are kind of riding high right now, as as far as I can tell. I, I don't really visit their forums and, and subreddits or whatever, but... Uh, I just really want to shit in their bowl.
2: Yeah. I mean, it would be... How awesome would it be to knock the Ravens out of the... I mean, if they win both games, they're pretty much in. Uh, I think there's like one scenario, one or two scenarios where they wouldn't get in. But they're, uh, they're pretty much in if they went out um, as a wild card. That's, Go ahead.
1: That's that's, that's going to be difficult, right? I mean, they play the Chargers, right?
2: Tonight, yeah. But the Chargers are in a situation that's unique, too, because... the odds of Over them- the end. They're already in. The odds of them winning the division are, are pretty, you know, I, I guess it, I, they'd have to win out and they need Kansas City to lose a game. Um, so I don't know if they, I mean, they're going to, they have something to play for, but the odds are that they're not going to win the division. Um, so I don't really know, you know, I mean, they're obviously going to come to that's, play. That, that's
1: different. another, that's another uh, situation. Like do you take your foot off the gas pedal uh or not
2: i've never been a fan of it i've i i I mean we've seen it work and we've seen it not work um a few years ago when uh the colts did it and it actually cost i believe us a playoff shot Yeah,
1: um, yeah it did
2: they ended up getting the absolute snot beat out of them by the jets um in the playoffs so i mean
1: i was it the same year
2: i think it was I'm pretty Yeah, sure. I mean
1: it, it doesn't matter because I think they did it every year. That that was a
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was a pancake division Well, that,
2: that's it. They, exactly. That's the thing is if you're and we've seen that the Patriots where they haven't done it and it's it's worked it's worked out well for them. I, I mean the Patriots have basically glid into every you know division title for the last 10 years almost and and with had almost zero resistance to any of them so by, by week 12 they pretty much have their playoff berth locked up in a first round by locked up by week 13 so now it's you know
1: yeah like, now, now the now teams uh visit uh foxborough where it's cold as fuck so they get another advantage and yeah. they fuck with the mics i, I think and they cheat well, god i that's... hate i hate i hate the pets
2: you do. I mean
1: uh, I I have it's, it's 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 Ravens uh Steelers Patriots.
2: That's your then, top 3.
1: That's my top 3 then Broncos and then the Bengals.
2: See, I have I have an unhealthy hatred for the Broncos. So like beating them last week was very was big for me. I mean like you know, as a kid growing up, I, I hated John Elway. I hated the Broncos more than anything. I mean, more than the Steelers because, you know, like, alright, division rival, but the guys that beat us in the playoffs were the Broncos. I just, I, I hated Elway. He had that stupid, shit didn't grin on his face all the time and, you know, I mean, God bless him. The guy always, find, you know, he did find a way to beat us a couple times and he actually eventually won a couple of Super Bowls even though he may not have been the biggest part of them. those teams winning. Um, I yeah, hated Shannon, that guy.
1: Shannon won him.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, he played well in one of those Super Bowls. He played really well. He won the MVP. But um,
1: I, I hate, I hate him too. So I'm not. Gonna yeah,
2: no, I I absolutely hate Elway, and I definitely, I definitely hate the Steelers. Uh, one of the things that I mean, obviously, it's a little bit you might not notice it, but there's certain things that uh, you know, if you're an, an NFL fan. there's teams from all over in every city. So, you know, obviously I'm, I'm in, uh, in New York, I'm on the East coast and I'm a Browns fan. So there's not a lot of Browns fans here. I mean, there's a few, obviously, you know, we got a couple of our own, uh, local guys. Most people that are, that are Browns fans would be transplants, but what, what you'll notice is specifically guys, my age, you know, and maybe slightly older everywhere you look guys in there. Early to mid to maybe even late 40s now, in every city in the country, they're either Pittsburgh Steeler fans or Dallas Cowboy fans because you know that was that was it. Guys jumped onto those two teams, and everywhere you look, it's they're like shit. They are like like dog shit. They are everywhere you look. There's (laughs) Steeler fans and Cowboy fans. You can't miss them. Um, I'll say this: I probably know more Steeler fans than I do browns fans just because they're everywhere you go every town you go to everyone you talk to same thing with the cowboys no matter whenever i meet a new guy like if i meet somebody new on a train or if i talk to somebody new at work or a client or whatever it is you know you could almost guarantee if they're roughly my age they're either a Steeler fan or or if they're not in my situation a giant or a jet fan they're either a Steeler fan or a cowboy fan uh it's pretty crazy i mean they're they're pretty much everywhere um and so I would say that if I was to pick teams that I, I hate, uh, it would, I mean, I have an unhealthy hatred for the Broncos, but I would say Ravens, Steelers, Broncos, and then, uh, Cowboys would probably be really high up there for me too. Um, I, I, I tolerate giant and jet fans. I don't really like them. Uh, I, you know, to my family, I, 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 you know, I have lots of giant, my brother's a huge giant fan, um, but I tolerate it. It is what it is. I mean, you know, kudos to them. If it wasn't for them, the the Patriots would have seven Super Bowls. I guess. I guess we have to be happy that, uh, you know, that's the, you know, that's taking care of itself. I will say that I know a lot of people hate the Patriots. I have a, um, a vested interest in rooting for the Patriots. Uh, Mrs. G and T is a massive Patriots fan. Um, it's been uh you know roller coaster ride two years ago was great last year not so great um so i do have a like i said i have rooting interest for them i, I do if we don't win and they're in it i kind of have to root for them it makes my life easier and like you know the, the saying is happy wife happy life and uh so i don't i don't hate the Man,
1: patriots it, it, that was a woman who came up with that saying I'm telling
2: yeah. you. <laughs> i will say um Happy, you know. Nah, what was I? I? That's what I—I I lost my train of thought. You,
1: you but, know what's something that I never understood about that? American movies? Go because ahead. you know, we we get American culture through Hollywood, right? Oh, so one of the things done. that one of the things that happens in in like uh, TV series and movies and and stuff like that, the, there's an argument or the guy messes up or whatever, and he sleeps on the couch. Yeah, like. I'll be damned if I sleep on a couch in my house. <laughs> so if, if, if I had a wife and, and she didn't want to sleep with me, whatever I sleep in my bed, in my house, you sleep, you can sleep in front of the house. I don't care. Like uh, That's, that's, that's weird to me. Like the house is yours. Uh, I, I guess I assume, especially in, 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 in um, uh, in those uh, households where there's a stay-at-home mom, you know, and and and, and the guy, yeah,
0: one dead winner. The...
1: yeah. So the 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 house, I guess, should be in his name. So, well, wow. I, I I don't I don't know why why you you people you men in the states you gotta start wearing the pants because you are getting pussy whipped over there. This this. What do you mean? What do you mean? The couch? This is my house.
2: <laughs> so I, I will say that uh, I don't ever really have that issue here, you know. Um, but then again, you have, you know. I, I would say that, the, you know, maybe you're looking at culture from a different perspective. You got, you know, you're, you're probably not watching 2000s and 2001s or 2000 and, and you know the teens era. Culture, you know, you're not, you're not getting the same message that you would get from stuff that you would get in the nineties and the eighties. I mean, you know, that was, you know, that was the MO was the, the dumb stay at home, you know, the dumb dad who, who messed something up and that's why he had to sleep on the couch. It was always his fault. And I mean, that was a, that was a thing for a long time. I mean, y- That was, you know, that was Al Bundy. That was Bill Cosby. That was, you know, that was all of those, those, those dads, they were always wrong. You know what I mean? Very rarely were they right. They were the losers. That's how it was portrayed. That was the funny thing about it. They were the ones that were always wrong or suffering or or whatever. And that was, that was, I guess, the MO of that, that, that genre of television and, and, and movies to that point, you know, to, to the next level. But I mean, I don't think it's necessarily like that. I mean,
1: I, yeah, you know, I guess I, it's it's just, you know, that's that's what we get and you know, we we would, we, we, would, we would like come out of the uh uh movie theater and, and and can you believe it? The dude just went to the couch.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, I guess I guess sometimes, you know, there's just it's just easier. <laughs> so, I don't know, maybe that's why dudes do it. You know? Yeah, I guess
1: I, I mean, uh, you know, we 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 are deep deep sleepers sometimes, so yeah. Waking up with someone, you know, trampling on your balls or cutting them off, you know. But,
2: I mean, uh, you know, I mean if that's the alternative, I think I'd take the couch, you
1: know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean if 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 I knew that my wife was capable of that, you know, first things first, I wouldn't be with that type of woman. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you read you read some of the stories. Uh, one of, one of the famous ones was uh, the woman cut off his husband's Bobbitts. penis that, and, yeah. and threw it in the uh, the woods, not the woods. You guys oh, have the I, I trash, would... trash.
2: Oh, I don't know, I don't you thing. know, <laughs> I don't know how we got here, but yeah, yeah, that, that's I think that's what happened. So, I, yeah, I mean,
1: we are we are talking about cut off penises, so uh, you know, we're gonna
2: have to probably edit this out. <laughs>
1: We, you mean, you mean easy? Yeah. We could segue back into the Bengals because they are. So they they have lost their balls.
2: So yeah, I mean, so here's a here's a here's a dilemma with the Bengals right now is obviously that uh, Marvin Lewis is stepping away from the head coaching reins.
1: Does he? like do yeah. we know that for a fact
2: i mean he's it's basically that's been the report is that he will he will look for alternative options and different positions so he's probably going to uh you know he's probably looking or he probably has something lined up with the bengals and uh and you know he's probably looking to you know move up the ranks into the front office or into president you know like maybe like a you know president of football Operations.
1: Operations kind of thing, um. boy. If they ah man, that that would just be. I, I, I just, I just wish that the Steelers would take you. that I mean, would be that would be magical. I mean, it's it, it, it's it's. I imagined it to be great for us, uh, great entertainment on the Bengals. But uh, it 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 could be better, yeah. But it could always be better. He he, he could be the uh, Steelers or the Ravens head coach. That that yeah. could be marvelous.
2: Well, that's the other thing. Is now uh, there was a there was a moment where we thought maybe all four teams in the division might be looking at head coach coaching changes. Um, but the Bengals have uh, the Bengals. Uh, the Ravens have come out and since said that John Harbaugh will be back next year, and they're working on an extension, which I, you know, I think is the right thing to do. Um yeah, I, I agree. I think John Harbaugh is a good coach. I think, uh, I think that sometimes teams need to move on from a guy at some point, but I don't think moving on from Harbaugh would be necessarily something that they should do. I think he's still got plenty to offer. He's a young guy. Um, I think that the team itself hasn't been really that good. I mean, you got to look at, you look up and down that roster and and sure, there's some really good players on it, but their drafts have not been good the last few years. And, you know, they're winning. I think they're winning now. I mean, people could say what they want about Lamar Jackson. He's playing great, but he really, I mean, they're running the ball with their quarterback. That's, that's, you know, I mean, that's not a long-term solution to win, but it's getting them wins now. I, I still think that the team has not been, I still think the team needs a lot. Um, uh, and I think quarterback is going to be something that they're going to have to address because I'm still not sure, you know, I liked Lamar Jackson his last year in college. I thought he improved drastically as a passer, but I haven't seen it this thus far in the NFL. Everything that I've seen out of him has been him making bad throws uh, for the most part. I, sure. He's got a couple of good ones here and there, but the success that he's had has basically been running the ball. And it same thing as Josh Allen once in a while, he will make a good throw, but for the most part, their success has come by running the ball and that that's no way to sustain yourself as a quarterback in in the NFL, you know? And, and I don't foresee that working long-term specifically for Jackson because he's going to have to be able to throw the ball. Um, I'll say the same thing uh, that, that Allen has to be able to throw the ball as well, but we've seen him make some crazy throws. He's got the, they both have incredible arm talent. There's no, there is no denying that. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, but, I, I, I don't, I don't think we've seen a, an arm like uh, Allen's. Maybe since uh, Russell. I think Russell had, had a, had a similar arm.
2: Yeah, maybe. I mean, Allen. but, but Jackson's got a phenomenal arm too. I would say those guys were one, two when it came to, uh, arm talent in this last draft. You know, I, and the only other guy that was that's really been even close over the last three years is, is Mahomes. I mean, so those yeah. are probably one, two, and three. Um you know not to take anything away from some of the other guys i you know obviously sam and 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 baker and uh you know those guys are they i think they offer something a little different even even josh rosen they all offer something you know slightly different than the than the major arm they all have good good enough arms to to be nfl quarterbacks but they they the way that they'll find success is other ways. I would, and to tell you the truth, even though maybe Allen looks like he's projecting to play better than those couple of guys right now, it's not about what you do right now. It's about what you become. And I don't think that, you know, winning games by running the ball makes you a better NFL quarterback. You know, I'd I'd rather you be out there making throws, even if they're bad throws and you learn from them. Um, One of the famous things that Peyton Manning always says is that uh, that first year when they went three and 13 and he threw, I don't know, 30 something interceptions or whatever it was, he he had an awful year and they were out of a lot of games. And he always says, I learned how to play good football by playing really bad football. You know, if he would have been out there, I mean, not that He's the same type of quarterback, but, but but out there running a read option as opposed to you know standing in the pocket and throwing the ball against defenses or trying to read a defense and and uh, you know see what the coverage was or or to see where the blitz was coming from and, and reassign the, the offensive line to he, he that's all stuff you yeah, learn.
1: You 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 kind of gotta uh, differentiate between you know um, learning by playing bad football and just. Playing bad football, and I, I, I would say that's that's uh, that's a difficult stuff because, you know, if 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 uh, if learning by playing bad football would be the requirement, then, uh, you know, if if playing bad football would lead to learning, then we would have, we would still have like Cody Kessler or, or Kaiser starting for us, right? So well, I... I, I mean, I mean, you know, how how do you
2: well no, i think that that that's that, the sunny that, evaluation of the player itself you know or himself yeah, but
1: yeah, you know but we have we have people getting paid a lot of money to make uh the sort of evaluations that are i mean not be specific rounds. i mean league wide uh who often miss uh the same thing i mean uh who knows whether this is it for Allen and uh, Jackson or whatever, you know, this could be, this could be it. This, this could be all they can do for whatever reason. So, but, but, you know, Allen is still going to be the quarterback next year. And, and Jackson is still going to be the quarterback next year, unless they have like a catastrophic injury or whatever. Um, but still you know that that could still be the the uh, ceiling of their ability and uh, you know how, how do you tell uh, someone who just never uh, develops from someone like Peyton Manning who um, uh, who learned by making those mistakes you know what I mean
2: yeah I mean I, I get what you're saying, but I think a, a lot of it is just is the eye test. You know, like, I mean, we had Baker out there and when he was playing bad, when he had that stretch about four games where he wasn't playing exceptionally well, um, you know, you could still go out and see him make good NFL plays. You know, he wasn't relying on scrambling 30 yards or trying to truck stick somebody and, and, you know, break the plane and get in the end zone. Like, you know, he wasn't out there running the ball 15, 20 times. He was out there making throws. Trying to read a defense, trying to find you know get the right read and hit the receiver that he was supposed to throw the ball to, you know that's what he was out there doing. So it, you you can learn from that. That's an yeah, like, but, to me that's an eye but, test. But, thing. But,
1: but with Jackson, the uh, the scheme calls for him to run a ton. So it's it's uh, I think I think that the that's that's kind of fitting for Allen. But then again, you. Know, you you can have these these uh excuses i guess because you know allen doesn't quite have the uh supporting cast so you know with with eleven guys on the field and with, where where the the uh i mean off with with offense especially the the whole thing is uh, is is like a choreographed like Precision thing, timing, you know, like uh, it's 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 like an aggressive water ballet with a ball. You know, everything has to kind of work out perfectly. It has to be well executed uh, for it to work as the coach imagined. So this i mean th- that's one of the reasons why baseball is easier to evaluate because this it's always like a duo well
2: it's a one on one thing as opposed yeah. to an orchestra yeah and i get that but i guess my point my point about evaluating whether a guy is learning or if he's in the right system or the right you want to take two good examples of guys that and I, this might be widely unpopular but look at guys who are put into a position where their entire success was based off of the system that they were in. Right now, you can see, say that Tom Brady is a product of the system, and that's why he's. But that's not the case. I, I know people think that, but that's not the case. You could say the same thing about Peyton Manning, but again, that's not the case. He's the kind of guy that would find a way to beat you. But if you want to go back and look at guys who had. Very good starts to their career. I won't say rookie seasons because it actually carried over a little bit more for one of these guys. But the two guys that obviously come to mind are Robert Griffin III and Colin Kaepernick. Those guys were running a system that put them in a position to succeed. Once teams figured out exactly how to defend it, they couldn't win. They couldn't produce, right? So if you were putting a guy out there and you're just going to run him 20 times a game because that's all he can do and he can't throw the ball successfully, what do you think is going to happen? A, he's probably going to go get hurt. And B, you're not going to find another way to beat teams. First off, you need to be – you can't be just a running team in the NFL anymore. It just won't it won't work. Teams score too many points. You need to be in a position to score quickly in the league. So if you're going to run the ball or, or scramble – for big chunks of yards and hope that, you know, that you can keep up with these teams that throw the ball 50, 40, 50 times a game, you're just not going to be able to do that. I'm not saying a running game is, is totally is, you know, shouldn't be a factor, but running games obviously help quarterbacks to succeed. But if your quarterback is the guy who's doing the running, because he can only succeed in a read option offense or a, um, uh, you know, he, he has to be a run-heavy quarterback because, you know, that's that's how he does the most of his damage. You know, that's how he picks up a bunch of yards or that's how he, he, you know, he keeps... I'm not saying those are bad things to have, but you can't base your offense on that. You need to be able to stand... I mean, it's proven. If you go look at the teams that have won and the guys that have been successful for more than one or two or three seasons, it's the guys that have been able to sit in the pocket or scramble and make throws down the field. It's not... It's not guys or intermediate throws or even short throws, but it's not the guys that have, well, that guy's not open. He's my number. He's my first read. I'm going to scramble or I'm going to roll out or I'm going to run, or I'm just going to run a read. We're, we're going to run a read option offense where, you know, all I got to do is read the defensive end. And if he, if he comes down towards me, I make a pitch. If he doesn't, I just run up the field. I mean, those guys, they don't have a long lifespan and they, and, and if they're exposed as guys that can only do that one thing, that they, they don't have a chance. You know what I mean? Because teams can scheme against that. But teams can't scheme against is what things what, what Baker's doing, some of the things that that Donald's doing, some of the things that, that Rosen's been able to do. Um, if you can get guys open and you can hit them in stride or if you can hit guys on the move or make good throws that defenders can't cover, then it doesn't really matter. You can't scheme them against that. That's just you got beat by a better player.
1: I think point. I think one of the things, um, and and I would I would separate. Um, I mean, you specifically singled out guys who rely on their legs, yeah. too much. Well, that's but what they're, we're they're, talking but about. So. You, you, I, I don't think that's the whole thing. I mean, since you know there there are guys because I mentioned Cody Kester and he's not he's not a runner. No, Hogan. Or the Hogan could run, but he is not generally a runner.
2: But they're not throwers of the football. Neither one of them.
1: Yeah, that's 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 kind of
2: that's what the I thing. that's I guess that's what I was getting at all along. Is you need a thrower of the football. You need a guy who can throw the football. It doesn't and it doesn't matter. What I'm what I was getting at is if you can't if you can't even if you run and you look good, it doesn't matter because the the most important thing is being able to throw the football and throw it accurately and make good decisions with it. If you can't do those, if you can't do those things, it doesn't matter how good you are running the ball. No matter if you win a couple of games because you can run the ball, or if you make one big throw and 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 that's that's what gets you a win. I mean, that's not gonna. That's not pro, the, the the odds of prolonged success with something like that is just it's too it's too small. And I just don't see it as a you know a viable way to to. to to build your team around the quarterback. And that's why I think those two guys specifically, even though they've put their teams in position to win this year in the long term, unless they change their game around a little bit or, or start to develop as passers more, um, you know, which is why I'm happy to see what's happened with Baker. I mean, obviously he was the most advanced guy when he came into this whole, this, this whole draft process and he's continued to grow probably at a, at a faster rate than anybody else. Um,
1: I think, I think the setbacks help people. One of the things uh, uh, that I've read about with uh, chess players is a lot of the time uh, uh, when 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 as kids they start to play chess, uh, there are some guys and girls who are you know talented and they are just you know intelligent and and it comes easier to them than to others. They don't have to work for it initially as much as some others so for others it's uh, the uh, the walls come earlier so they are prepared in a way right and uh once the kids get older and these uh more talented kids uh encounter their first setbacks those who haven't had them before often stop playing altogether
2: Struggle with the more. Yeah, I mean that's. I think that's. It goes for probably just uh, uh, beyond chess. That happens in pretty much everything. I would think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's what I was trying to get at. Uh, with football, uh, a lot of it is you know physical talent, and, and some guys like Ted Pryor. He just. Uh, I mean, I think that up to the point that he got to the pros, he was just
2: physically you know, better than everybody else. Yeah,
1: he was coursing on his ability to be you know just a freak and you have you have that a lot in uh, in uh, quarterbacks you know look at Allen I mean you said you need to be a thrower I would say it's more precise to put it you have to be a good passer because Allen can throw like motherfucker but he can't quite pass quarterback Consistently,
2: yeah, that's fair.
1: So anyway, uh, one of another thing that I read, which I found interesting, was when uh, um, Wilson came out and Russell Wilson. Uh, yeah, Russell Wilson and um, um, 2012.
2: That was the first year you filed the draft. You said
1: yeah, and there was a long article, uh, I think NFL.com, about him. And one of his college coaches said that uh, Wilson used to uh, use flashcards, which is, uh, you know, what a flashcard is. Right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a common, especially in language learning, but in whatever, that's a learning tool. And the coach said, uh, so Russell used it to learn his plays. So he would he would test himself if it, how well he knew the plays uh, that he had to know. And, um, the coach said that he has never seen anything like that. I mean, seriously, a coach should be a teacher, never seen someone use flashcards. And that just flabbergasted me. Like, you know, it's, it's the same thing with, 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 uh, just normal kids, you know, uh, I mean, I know your wife is a teacher, but one of the things that they don't teach in school, at least here, is they don't teach you how to study, how to learn. So you um, just get the material during class, you get your homework and, you know, you're on your own pretty much. And you never you never learn how to learn. This is one of the things that I wanted to talk about like months, years back when I had my own podcast uh, prompted by this uh, um, this Wilson article. Uh, I forgot where I was going with this. but anyway,
2: so that you're saying that people aren't taught how to learn. So when somebody comes up with it, I guess your, your thought is when somebody comes up with a new a new method
1: no 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 what i wanted to get at was um i don't think that wisdom was taught how to use flash cards or whatever it's just that uh he encountered setbacks that he couldn't get over with uh just by using his physical tools um, which i would say he's, he still has plenty all of these guys or most of these guys have plenty of that but um, since he had some uh, roadblocks earlier, you know, he had to switch schools. What well, He didn't have to switch schools, but he did switch schools. He, I think he went to Wisconsin.
2: Yes. He started he North Carolina to, State and he ended up at Wisconsin.
1: And uh, he had to learn a new system and such. So people who coast especially quarterbacks who coast to the NFL, that's that's one thing to worry about. Uh, if they had setbacks that they had to figure out ways to overcome, it's a lot more difficult, I would imagine, to figure these ways to overcome these things out In when you are a professional. Like you have to prepare for the next game you you can't start figuring out how to uh, you know how to uh, I don't know space out your learning or or how to chunk the uh, playbook for the uh, uh, for the game or whatever you know what I mean
2: yeah Yeah. No. I mean I I, I get all that and uh, it's something we can continue on uh, but we need to take a quick little break and we'll uh, we'll be back we'll pick this up when we get back. Have yourself a merry little Christmas so we're back, and I guess uh, where we left off, we're talking about uh, quarterbacks, development, education, learning process. Uh, I guess it's kind of – it's a good segue into something that I kind of wanted to talk about, uh, and that's just the overall evaluation of, of Baker at this point. Um, I know we talk about him ad, ad nauseum, at, at, but one of the things I guess to, to – it's just – I mean it's, it's really – it's – it's so important to the the future of this organization that that he be successful, and that uh, whoever the head coach is moving forward does everything to make him as successful as possible. Um, the reason that it's it's a good discussion topic is because of the development that we've seen from him this year. Um, It's been, you know, he, sure. He had a few, he had a stretch where he was not good, Um, you know, and, and, you know, I could, you could name the games. Obviously uh, there was a portion of the, the Oakland game, a portion of the, uh, the, the entire Steelers game, the the Bucks game, uh, which I still think he won rookie of the week for, but he was, he wasn't really good. I mean, there's, there's been a stretch where he hasn't been good. Um, It's not, it's not, you know, it's not heresy to say it. He just that's it is what it is. He was a rookie. Uh, we we should expect that. We should have expected more of it than we actually got. Um, but what what we can be excited about is that the development hasn't been from the pers- you know from this. Well, let's let's scheme him to win. You know, let's do what's easy for him to. He's making complicated reads, complicated throws, and that's what's been so. Uh, you know, he's not asked to do easy things at all. Um, they're not trying to make it where it's easy. They're trying to make it where it's hard for him. Not necessarily hard, but they're, they're trying to make it where he actually has to do the things that he's going to have to do in the future to be successful. He's not, he hasn't been playing great because they've made it easy for him. He's playing great because he's playing great. Um, do you agree with that?
1: I guess I would agree more with most of that. Um you know, uh I'm not sure that he has been as often bad as 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 you made it seem, but other than that, I I'm in agreement. Plus uh you can't talk enough about Baker. Just an incredible combination of everything that a quarterback needs. It's 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 freaking un- unbelievable.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, listen, that, that's, that's you know, this is what we've wanted. This is what we've needed. This is what we've been waiting for, you know. We've needed this guy. We've needed a, a great quarterback, and, and we're on our way to having him. You know, he's he's there now.
1: Yeah, it's uh, – you know how superstitious I am. It, sure. It, I have this terrible foreboding that, you know, it, it seems too good to be true for some reason. But, uh, this is one time where I, I, kind of let myself be happy with what we have right now and just looking forward to, uh, playing the Bengals. But, um, yeah, since we spoke about, you know, learning and stuff, one of the, uh, uh, enduring, uh, pictures for me, uh, during the scouting process, uh, about Baker was there was a picture. I think uh, his one of his coaches showed it. Um, the stadium was completely empty except for Baker, who was practicing on his own. You know, nobody saw it. You know, it wasn't for show. He was just you know working on his craft. You know, doing the, uh, you know, it's, you know, achieving things is whatever it is. Well, not whatever it is, but achieving things that are worth achieving and are difficult is all about doing the stuff that you really don't want to do. I mean, Muhammad Ali said that he hated every second of training, but he still... Did it, you know,
2: cuz it's necessary.
1: Yeah, and that's it's
2: like school. it's like school, it's like anything else, man. It, you got yeah, to you, you what. you got to put
1: that's what separates people.
2: Yeah, Those who be able to
1: are the... willing Yeah, uh there, there's a Hungarian saying or quote, I'm not sure if I can translate, but um um you can't just eat the cream, you have to eat the rest of the stuff. As it relates to cakes, you know.
2: So basically, not everything is the frosting.
1: Yeah. although yeah, I
2: mean,
1: it, it's it's like it's like the Oreo. You have to you have to eat the uh, the brown stuff
2: dude, from the cookie, Oreo. That's or like the or best black. part. Man. That's the best part, dude. I mean, I don't, I don't, this isn't up for debate. The best part of the Oreo cookie is the cookie part, not the cream part. What? That's yeah, no. crazy. No, it's not. It really isn't. The cookie part of the Oreo was the best part.
1: Well, once I lick the actual good part off, you can have the.
2: Well, I don't want anything that's touched your mouth ever. Oh, uh,
1: uh, but it's. Uh, you know, I'm I'm so healthy, and so. Uh,
2: I I I so, don't doubt it, but that doesn't you know.
1: Uh, of course, okay.
2: All right, so. Anyway,
1: <laughs> Kelly Kelly can have it.
2: Okay. So, uh, <laughs> on to, on to, uh, I guess the last two weeks, man. By the Would way, you, Kelly,
1: Kelly, is 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 your wife the same way? Does she does she also think that the uh, the non cream stuff is the best part? You know, of we don't. The Oreo?
2: I don't. We're Chips Ahoy people, man. We don't. We eat Chips Ahoy. I don't know. We don't really ever have cookies. Tell you the truth, we don't really. You know, we don't really ever have cookies in the house because I do all the food shopping and I just never buy them.
1: But, you do you do all the food shopping? Yeah,
2: yeah. How
1: well, come? That, I, just, that, that, I don't know. That, man. It's, it's it's just an unusual. This, are we gonna go back
2: to this? This is you know. See, I guess like this is that whole different cultures thing. I guess. Uh, I don't know, no, right? no. I
1: mean, I mean, my my dad does it a lot because he's uh, retired now. But my mom, uh, my mom just loves doing the grocery shopping.
2: Really i mean i I actually enjoy it i don't it's one of those things i don't i don't hate because uh, i do i like to cook so if i you know if i'm gonna cook i'd like to buy the stuff to cook or whatever it is so you know it's it's just a uh you know it's a something I don't mind doing you know if if i get up early and i can go do it early before the crowds get out there why the hell not you know so i i don't yeah, mind yeah, doing sure.
1: it it's uh it's kind of uh with me and my girlfriend uh I have, uh, I mean, both the cards that we have are in, are in my pocket, so that's that's kind of why I'm usually the uh, one who uh, does the big shopping. Sure. But, in, plus my girlfriend is really small, so the big guy has to carry the load. But then we go together. But it's, you know, food shopping that's... Uh, for the most part, I I, uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of a female thing, you know? Because <laughs> every, every time I'm sent down, I forget something. I just, oh, so you I make a can't... list.
2: Uh, Where the hell are your flashcards? Make a list. Get on that.
1: Even if I make a list, I, I forget to check it. I leave something. Or uh, I, I don't buy the right uh, vegetable stuff because I... I you know, uh, my girlfriend would write something like uh, vegetables for uh, the soup. And I'm like,
2: well, what, you know, which ones do you need?
1: Yeah, and be specific. And, and they they have these they have these uh, packs for like uh, Hungary is a big soup country, so we would have uh, aldi, which is like I don't know, you guys have aldi, right? No, it's like Target. It? It's it's like Target or, or, okay, or like no. Walmart or whatever. So uh, they they have these pre-packaged uh, um, vegetables specifically for the uh, Sunday chicken soup, right? Yeah. And since I have no idea what goes in there, I would buy the package. Yeah. So I come home and and. They look at it and it's like, what the fuck did you bring home? This is shit.
2: Well, I mean, you know, you could ask too. You know, I mean, it's, you know, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't, it wouldn't kill you to ask what exactly do you need, but
1: and don't, you know, don't give me solutions. Let just let the women go down
2: and, and buy the shoes. I mean, I guess, you know,
1: I, well, I, I mean, if it works for you guys, that's, that's it's great. It kind of
2: works for us. So, yeah. Anyways, but I, I, to, I guess can we get back to football? <laughs> we are a bit on some tangents today, man. Can we get back to football?
1: Yeah, we can get back to football. But what, what, what is there to talk about? Let's, let's trash the Bengals.
2: That's it. Let's trash the Bengals. Let's trash you, Jackson. Let's win in two weeks, well, in a week from tomorrow in, in, uh, in Baltimore. And, oh, uh, we go
1: to Baltimore. I forgot. Yeah.
2: And then, you know, let's end the season eight, seven, and one. And then what? Then what? Where do we go from there? What do you think? Of, what do you think about in the offseason? Do we add? Obviously, we're gonna we're gonna probably throw some money at a couple of guys. We'll make a decision on as if, as we should. As Jamie we should. Collins is gonna be here. Chris Hubbard is gonna be here next year. Um, you know who's gonna who's gonna be? I would say that probably one of the linebackers is gonna go. My 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 thought is that Jamie Collins won't be a Brown next year uh, without a pay cut. Um, I think
1: that
2: uh, Kirk yeah yeah Kirk going and and uh, show yeah, definitely be here.
1: I don't know, I don't know what the uh, linebacker uh, free agent class or whatever it's gonna look like
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, next year. So I'm not, I'm not sure what's available in, in free agency, but there are some good guys out there uh, in the draft that's such sure. a loaded cat class when it comes to defense.
2: Yeah, no, it is.
1: Oh, thank god, is. we're not. Not looking for a quarterback.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, that's what, I you know, I, I, I've been killed for saying it, but, uh, and you know what? The Giants may end up with offensive. I honestly think that it's it's pretty much a lock at this point that uh, Barkley is going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year.
1: Um, I, I, I want Barkley to win it.
2: I, I do too. I mean, I, I, was, I was one of the first people to say I want him to win because it's just another chip on Baker's shoulder.
1: Yeah, but, yeah absolutely. Um, I want Baker to be pissed off.
2: Yeah, but I mean, who would and, rather...
1: And it's, a, it's a worthless award anyway.
2: It is. It, it really is. Who would rather, who would rather, who would you rather be right now, us or the Giants? I mean, it, us, it's, not, I... it's not even close. It's not even close. I mean, if we get, if we get 80% of what Barkley is from Chubb, which I think we can easily get moving forward, and we get... A quarterback. I mean, what the? How could you not feel better about that decision? I mean, it just it, we're in such a better spot than they are. Um,
1: it's it's. It, but you know, the thing that bothers me is 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 not even that uh, you would give the offensive rookie of the year to Barkley because I think he's a great player, but to argue that he is better or more.
2: Valuable.
1: More yeah, really valuable. But yeah, then again, it's not the most valuable rookie award. But
2: it's still. Just best, yeah, no, I know.
1: Still. I mean, who would you rather have in your offense?
2: Who would you um, rather have, period? I mean, you know.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's. You
2: it's, know, having, having Baker on a rookie contract is completely different than having Barkley on a rookie contract.
1: Is Barkley that much better than Chubb?
2: No, if, well, that's the if, thing is, if
1: he is better at all, yeah. because I'm not convinced that he's better.
2: Oh, I, I mean, he is an elite. He's been an elite, I, and I've been critical of him. Uh, he's definitely cleaned up some. Again, these are. I, I, He's cleaned up early in the season. He had a lot of the issues that I thought were going to be prevalent with him. He was getting a lot of negative plays, a lot of no gains. And and he's, he's turned that around a little bit. And his numbers definitely reflect having a better season, a bigger season than what I thought he was going to have. And he's been better, especially the last like six weeks. Not last week, but the, you know, the six weeks leading up to that. But I mean, even still, like to me, having one guy that, that, the guy's got to be your quarterback. He just has to be. You can't, you can't win without a quarterback. Uh, and you, you certainly – having a great running back doesn't mean that you're going to win. Uh, but having a great quarterback means that you have a pretty good shot to win. So um, – Hey, yeah, no,
1: remember the book that I sent you? The uh, defensive the play defense. Board. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, do, what do you think about the way that the guy uh, – you know, suggest to set your defense up. Because uh I think most people would start with the uh front seven with the line and then go backwards. But he suggests the exact opposite. Like find your corners first, then your safeties, then your linebackers and then your line.
2: Well, I mean obviously I didn't even get to that, but let I would say if I was if I was building a team defensively it's almost, you know, if you're in the draft, you have to depend on, you know, I think there's, I think the three levels of defense, obviously people think that the linebackers are probably the least important. Um, but I don't know if that's the case. I think it really depends on the players that you have and the players that you're looking to acquire, the players that are there. Um, I think adding miles last year was the right move. Um, I think that if it was a choice between Miles and Ward last year, Miles is the no-brainer player that you have to take. Um, same thing with Randall. I mean, I, I I, think that you have to have pass rush, number one. I've, I've, I've always said that the, the, the key to winning right now in the NFL is throwing the ball down the field, rushing the passer. If you can do those two things, you're going to be successful. Um, if you can, If you can make teams be honest in the passing game, it allows you to run the ball. It allows you to do play action, um, which you know, which allows you to do play action. Uh, and if you can rush the passer, you can do all sorts of other things. Um, you know, you don't have to blitz as much. Uh, yeah, you but then
1: have- again, the uh, the uh, the way that I see that uh, his uh, philosophy makes sense is unless you have people that can cover. You won't have time to get to the quarterback, no matter how good uh, your pass rushes are.
2: Oh, You uh, could scheme I'm, around that. You could certainly scheme around that.
1: Uh, I, I don't think that you can have a uh, consistently good pass rush. You, you can have your spikes here and there, but you, you have to be able to cover. You have to be able to... I mean, most... Sex. Do you remember when uh, uh, Miles and Orchard were doing the practice thing? Yeah. I mean, that, that thing it still blows my mind, by the way. Sure. That Orchard has been giving away, essentially, what the defensive play call was.
2: Yeah.
1: All the way that he was was with us until the moment, maybe even after, but uh, definitely until Miles... Kind of told him that's not that's not really good, you know. Yeah. Having two d- different stances for for the uh, different uh, responsibilities. So, um, he said, "You we only have two and a half seconds." Uh, that's often not enough, man. You have to give those guys more time, and you you, you clock the. Uh, Uh, average time to get a sec, I bet it's a lot more, well, a lot more in terms of, you know, those small time frames, but in those small time frames, it's a lot more than two and a half seconds. Uh, You know, some guys can impact the play in two and a half seconds, but not, even the best guys can't, I mean, they're, they're like, what, 30, 40 plays, and if, if you get two sacks, you had a good game yeah. in terms of getting sex, right? And you only won uh, two plays out of, what, 44 or whatever. Mm-hmm. If, if you make four sacks, you had a really good game. But even then, it's not necessarily because you did good. I mean, just think about the first game, this year against the Steelers, where uh, uh, the younger what uh, brother TJ had Watt. TJ what I think he had four sacks against us, and I would say those four sacks were more on us than on him being that awesome in terms of pass rushing. So you know what I mean. So yeah, uh, no, sure. First, first, I was incredulous when I read it, what the guy suggested. But the more that I thought about it, the more it made sense. Uh, cover first, so give your guys time, and then get your uh, pass rushers. And I would say uh, most people will build it the other way, or would build it the other way. Anyway, I just thought that I would discuss it with you.
2: Well, that's
1: all right. You I mean, still, I... did, still didn't get to that part?
2: Uh, dude honestly it's it's uh it is sitting on my desktop in my now non office uh i have a copy on my laptop so i could probably check it out but i started reading it at work and uh i am uh, obviously not reading it at work anymore um but i will I'll, I'll i'm sure i can get through it at some point i just you know it's
1: you have time right now right
2: i have a little bit of time on my hands but that's okay um Speaking of time, uh, I think we are just about up for the day. Uh, I know it was a little bit of a funky show. We didn't really talk tons of football. We did talk a little bit of football. We didn't really focus on the Browns. But uh, I guess it's that time of year where it's, you know, hey, we're still playing kind of meaningful football. It's interesting at least. Um, We should be really happy about that. And I think the offseason is going to be really interesting.
1: It's a holiday. We have some eggnog in us or whatever.
2: We, you guys we actually got a little drink side that? Track. You drink that stuff over there? Eggnog? Yeah.
1: No, no I, 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 I mentioned it specifically because that's what I got from like The Simpsons and Family Guy and whatever.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't really know if I mean people drink it here, but I don't know. I, mean, I don't remember the last time I had it. So, I. Uh, but that's okay. I mean, everyone can have their their little holiday cheer, and um, you know, here at uh, here at uh, Dogs by Nature, I guess we all want to say uh, Happy Holidays. To each and all, and uh, let's go browns. Let's 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 beat the Bengals this week. Let's get ourselves to a point where we can uh we can finish the season with a winning record, which would be awesome. Uh, I would I, I could not be happier than than if we did that. And
1: uh, yeah, let's have a party and trash them.
2: Let's 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 do that, anyways. Fourth, it's always good to talk to you, my friend, and uh, Say. And uh, we'll we'll be back next week. Uh, we'll wrap up the season, and then uh, we'll start getting ready for our, our couple postseason shows. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the show and uh, and and the network. And uh, you know, I want to before I guess before before I call it the a day, I want to say uh, uh, specifically thanks to our buddy Easy, who's uh, you know tireless, tirelessly uh, helping out with the production of all these shows and and all these podcasts. Uh, you know. We all break his chops and we all bust his balls, but he's a, he's an he's a great dude, and uh, just want to say thanks and uh, you know specifically Happy Holidays to him and uh, and the whole Easy Clan. So Man,
1: you are you are really festive today.
2: I am. I am. I'm, I. Uh, you really
1: got into the mood.
2: I did. My tree is up. Uh, my house. is Your tree is, decorated. is already up. Well, no, it goes up. It should have gone up a lot longer than it did. It went up last weekend, but. Um, what. Yeah, dude, we put our trees up pretty early here. so
1: That's weird. Yeah, well, I, 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 we, we don't even get it out. The uh, I, I, Anyway, oh. I, I just I to say goodbye. We, we can talk about trees when once we're off the air.
2: So I will say thank you again for listening and hope you enjoyed the show. And go uh, Go Browns. Go
1: Browns. Oh,
0: The cat sat about 18.9 Patel, editor-in-chief of The Verge. I host a podcast every week called The Vergecast with my friends Paul Miller and Dieter Bone. We've got a rotating cast of characters from our entire site, which is about technology, how it impacts culture, and how that is all a big cycle that causes us to have a wide variety of feelings that you can listen to every Friday. We've done over 300 episodes in the six years since The Verge has been around, but you only need to listen to one, the latest one, to get caught up on everything in tech news. Vergecast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere else you listen Listen to podcasts, Check it out. Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple.